Thanks to our mates at Allenstein Brothers. Check out the show page at theedge.co.nz to win the all-new performance high-performance suit. Yeah, it's all-new high-performance suit. It's a waterproof suit. Which is so good if you're, like, out having some beersies. Yeah, or if you're in a rush and you need to shower, but you forgot to shower, and, you're, <laughs> and then you put your suit on, and you're like, damn it, I should just wash my face and hands. Dang. But I want to do it in a shower. Then it's ideal for that situation as well. Perfect. Well, head to the Facebook page if you want to enter that. And at 3.30, we've got your chance to win $10,000, all thanks to Person X. It could be you. Right now, you could be $10,000 richest, but you need to figure out it's you, so listen at 3.30. Next, a well-known sportsman is it's quite possible Possibly done the stupidest thing ever. Stupidest thing ever. Well, maybe there's not. been some no, stupid okay. things maybe, done by sportsmen. Okay, that's no. This is not quite the stupidest thing ever. But half of the NRLs <laughs> listening right now go mad. <laughs> I've done far stupider things. <laughs> John Ovin and Sharon. The edge. I don't know if you saw the video over the weekend of a Welsh rugby player. They're touring South Africa at the moment. I'm gathering the Welsh team. Uh, and, and they're in a, like a game park, a wildlife park. And they're filming on a cell phone. There's a lion over the other side of the fence and you can put your hand through the fence. So it's like a, you know when you drive through rural areas and there's deer and stuff, that's kind of that type of fencing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then the... Not a great s- fence, you'd think, for a lion. Not anyway, a great fence, no. no, but I mean, hey, there's lots of them over there. Maybe they're at, they're at peace with what the lions do. Okay. <laughs> so the guy puts his hand through it, starts patting the lion on the head. <gasps> Snap. Did he lose his hand? Lion grabs his hand. No, the lion let go of the hand. Oh. I think it was more of like a, hey, buddy. I, Do that again. Want, yeah, yeah, might not want to pat me, mate. The lion apparently just gave him a pretty cool pink fact about a song. Um, <laughs> Piss off. <laughs> Piss off, Ben. Just then the lion started aggressively it. chapping its lips. Yeah, well, you know what? Probably mock my music facts again and we'll see whose hands are sore. Yeah, I was. Like, chomp, come over there, I'll chomp you. I love your cool music facts. Keep doing hey, them. Ben does music facts all the time and he doesn't get r- ripped out for it. You wait till your next music fact, Ben. Oh, God. I can't wait to rip you too. out. Anyway, uh, what we wanted to get on to this afternoon, 0800, the edge 3343 is the, uh, the text number. What is the coolest thing you've patted? What have you patted? Thanks for asking, Jono. Um, <laughs> I call Sharon, what have, what have you patted, Sharon? Well... I one time uh, went down to film an interview that my husband was doing with Sonny Bill Williams and then afterwards I got to have a photograph with Sonny Bill and uh, I rubbed his back. Oh, you patted oh. Sonny Bill Williams. That's so a good pat. Like, that means I got to pat him and I did the same thing to Richie McCaw. I like to I like to pat rugby players and just on their back, just give them a nice, creepy, That's good. circular rub between the shoulder blades. I was thinking that the coolest thing we patted well, was probably those snakes. Remember in London? That lady brought a backpack oh, okay. of snakes? along for a film shoot that we're doing. She just took them on a, in a backpack, in a container in a backpack. What? She travelled on the tube. They were in a, like a sealed container but with, with the holes. But Ew. she, yeah, like she brought them along and then we put the, she put them around Snakes our necks. Snakes on a train? <laughs> oh, there's, a bit of, there's some jokes, comedy, hey, comedy jokes. Cool well, joke, I thought, Jono. I thought Jono was having a heart, like a stroke. Where they put, when they put the snake around your neck, you just went like, ah, ah, oh, ah, it, was ah. A, it was weighed about 20 kgs. <laughs> it was terrifying. You didn't say anything for like 30 no, seconds. If you think I look sick now, imagine how sick I looked with a snake on yeah. me. It's true, it's true. Okay. Oh, 0800 The Edge 3343 is the uh, the text number. What is the coolest thing you've patted? Could be an animal, could be a human, can be whatever. Chris is on 0800 The Edge. What's the coolest thing you've touched, Chris? Uh, I've patted a rhino and I've been licked by a giraffe while feeding it. Oh, wow. those are two good ones. What did it feel like to touch a rhino? Like, does it feel sandpapery or what? Um, the best way I can describe it is it's like patting a tree. It's just 
that much covered in mud, it feels like the bark of a tree. Wow. wow. And, and giraffes have very agile, long tongues, long don't tongues. they? I've had one at the zoo before, and they do. They, their tongues sort of curl around. and yep. like, what, yeah. uh, well, They've got magical <laughs> tongues, Sharon. <laughs> yeah, was, was um, it, Auckland, it? Auckland Zoo, I fed one, and Hamilton Zoo, I padded one, yeah. So what is a, a giraffe's tongue? Is it like a cat's tongue, or is it slimy? Is it like being licked uh, by a fish? It just... It's just long and wet is the, all I can really say. It was, I was in high school when it happened. Oh, sorry, intermediate when it happened. It was just long and wet. It was just... <laughs> did, 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 long and wet. Did, I'm way too mature for that. Did you kiss it back? <laughs> um, no, I didn't. I gave it a quick pat. There you go. Draft and a rhino. Two good options there. That's a good start. Coolest thing you've petted, Rhonda? A uh, cheetah. A male cheetah. Wow! Like a full-grown, like, cheetah. You petted Tiger Woods. No. <laughs> was it like no, a? It was, it, was, was it like a a rough fur or a soft fur? It's like um gritty, like really short. The fur is really short, and it feels really cool. But it's like gritty, like there's grit inside the fur. Wow! Mm. Like it needs a good yeah. conditioning. Cheetahs, uh, yeah, cheetahs. Yeah. I don't know. They're they they they're quite good, aren't they? <laughs> cool, Jono. Sometimes You're you nailing radio today. <laughs> Good on you, mate. Sometimes just... you don't have to chip in. My name's Jono. The thing that freaks me out about a cheetah is it's still got like the size of a, a normal household cat's yes. head. Yeah. But it's got the body of like what mm. should be like a panther or something. You know, it hasn't. It's, it's like dimensions panther, are all around. Panther ha- made love to a, to a cat once. Yeah, yeah, that's like, right. It's kind of like Ben. It's got like a baby's head. <laughs> a baby's head on a, on a sort, of, sort of a man's body. Oh, I don't know about that. A fully grown body. Hey, Colin, what is the coolest thing you've petted? Yeah, I pet a uh, a wolf at the Wellington Zoo. Uh, it walked up to the uh, cage like um, a lot right beside the bars. So I just uh, reached reached through, gave it, gave it a pat on the back, bit of a scratch. Which is not a great idea. No. <laughs> well, not not always the best, but um, I, I wasn't that close to the head. Like uh, I, I figured, I could um, I could out. I'll piece it uh, if I had to with my hands. And, yeah, no, uh, no, this, see, this is how you end up being a YouTube video, mate. <laughs> Thanks for your call, Colin. Appreciate your call there, Colin. Appreciate it. Shares on the text 3343. Somebody patted a seagull while it was eating their chips. Another person patted a lizard, which sounds pretty cool. And uh, someone texted 3343. The best thing I've ever patted was my missus. I'm also writing this while she holds a gun at my head. Oh! <laughs> Bloody chicks. John O'Vean and Sharon. The Edge. The Edge is $10,000. Person X. That could be you. Or the person right next to you. That's right. Is it you, Sharon? Well, no, clearly not, because I'm here. Someone has won. Well, someone's won 10 grand. They don't know it yet. It's sitting right here to be claimed by Person X. Uh, or someone who thinks they know who person X could be. That's a, lot, that's a lot of grand. Just give us the clues so far, Sharon. Well, thank you for asking. Clue number one. Person X is on Facebook. Person X likes an Edge Facebook page. They are under 47 years old. They have Instagram. They have over 500 Facebook friends. They have siblings. And they drive a car. Is Person X you? If you don't have Facebook and you drive a scooter, it's definitely not you. I love it how it's like Person X uh, likes an Edge Facebook page. It'd be really controversial if it was like Person X is a big fan of More FM. <laughs> <laughs> they like all the More FM pages. Well, let's go to 0800 The Edge right now. You want to have a guess that Person X is you or somebody that you know? Me. Okay, oh, what is your name? Self-indulgent. 
Hannah Richards. Ooh. You you tick all the boxes in that list of criteria, Hannah? I sure does. Okay, well, you could be $10,000 richer by doing absolutely nothing, Hannah. Let me just put into oh. my creepy pervert stalker person X machine. <laughs> they are not person X. Even sounds they are not <laughs> person X. Even sounds creepy. <laughs> Hannah, I'm sorry, you're not person X. You don't win 10K, but you tell you what you do walk away with? What? Just a good attitude. No. <laughs> She's got a good attitude. Give her something else, Shaz. You've still got a second chance, Hannah. If you keep listening to the clues, see if you can put it together. It could be one of your friends and you could still win $5,000. Um, but if you hold the line, we're going to hook you up with a prize of some form. She walks away with her dignity. Thank you. Maybe not. Yeah. What uh, price do you put on dignity? Jono, Ben and Sharon. The edge. Friday on the show, we tried to bake all 108 cakes from the Woman's Weekly Birthday Cake Book, the one your mum had when you were growing up. Had the, a jelly pool surrounded by the chocolate fingers and the train full of popcorn. Had the duck with the chips for her mouth and the popcorn on the head. Or as yours looked like, a massacred duck with oh, chips somewhere. It did. It looked like a duck that had been uh, the victim of a nuclear explosion at a reactor. <laughs> Plant or something. Yeah, so, so we, we tried to bake all these cakes on uh, on Friday for, and to give them away to listeners, and um, we weren't that good at it. No, we were no good. But baking cakes, I have a whole new respect for those in the baking game. Oh, really? We were giving them away to listeners at the end of the show, and people kept giving them back. Throwing cakes. I got given back four cakes. I'm like, oh, I don't want this one. Yeah, and a lot of them are like delinquent youth from the skateboard park. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing bits of hunks of our cake back yeah. at us. How rude. We've just been slaving over an oven all day. Zitty little pubescent teenage boys throwing well, bits of cake yeah, in our face, Ben. But there was one thing that we forgot to do on Friday. Well, I, I think for good reason, because we were terrible at baking cakes. We couldn't give this to a, a kid's birthday party. We had promised to send a cake to a six-year-old in Christchurch. Mm, and we've, got, we've got his mum on the phone who's, who's got in touch with us. Zara, welcome. Hi. We didn't bring the cake. We, we, we didn't send a cake, I'm sorry. Oh, well, that's all right. Did we ruin a birthday? No, he didn't ruin a birthday. But I mean, he had plenty of shit food anyway. Was he disappointed, though? Like, it wasn't an ang- he wasn't angry, but he was a disappointed six-year-old. He was like, well, we were watching the Edge um, TV show, and we showed him who Jono was. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, is he baking me a cake? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, well, where is it? <laughs> Why is it all on me? Sounds heartbroken, Jono. This is all your fault. Well, originally you were going to bake all the cakes and you agreed to this and we just came in to help you. I heard that he now wants to forget his sixth birthday because Jono didn't make him a cake. Is that true? (laughs) Oh, no. No, no, no. Do you know know what? I actually woke up Saturday morning and these two will vouch for it. I I remembered your son and I was like, we forgot about the six-year-old boy's birthday. And I emailed these two and I was like, what are we going to do, guys? We tried to jam a cake that we'd made in an envelope to send it down. That didn't work. Didn't work, no. But um, we've got another idea. Yeah. Our idea is go and answer the front door now. Okay. And there might be something very special there. Wait, Bentley, look on. Wait, come here. Come with me. Come here. Who's at the door? Come here. We've got one out the window. wonder if there's going to be a knock at the door. Look. Hi. Hi. Hello. <laughs> oh, hi. It's Caitlin from the Edge in Christchurch Hello. with a cake for you and your son. Oh, yay. And the good change news is we didn't bake this one. It's from an actual nice cake shop. It's a good one. Change it's a good one. Change your life. 
Oh, is it a super bean oh, cake? So cool. We definitely knew that. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. Thank you guys so much. You're going to be so happy. Say what you want about us, Zara, but... You can just say whatever you yeah, want so about us. On any other day, we would have forgotten about you and not done anything. So oh. this, oh. <laughs> if we anything, follow through. we follow yeah, First yes. time we've ever followed through. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you. Hey, th- thank, thank you, Caitlin, from the Edge, too, who went and got the cake and delivered the cake. Yes, well done. Thank you so much. No worries at all, guys. John Ben and Sharon. The Edge. This is John Ben and Sharon's group therapy. This is where we uh, you get your letters and uh, read them out on the radio, and then your um, fellow listeners, I don't know why I'm talking like this. Neither do I. Fellow listeners uh, then decide what you should do with your situation. Yes. Get some fiddly ones. Had a really interesting one last week with a lady who thought that uh, her man might have been cheating on her because he uh, wouldn't let her stay at his house. Turned out he just had a messy flat. Yeah. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was the long and the short of it, right? He was embarrassed about his place, and so he would never bring her over. Yeah, so it- there was a bit of a non-event, eventually. But we spent like three days really getting to the bottom we of this. We really got in there. We really got in there. But if you would ever like to send in one of your problems for group therapy, you can send it to the edge at theedge.co.nz and just put the subject as group therapy. And but I always like to disclaim this. Or you could just talk about it with your friends and family and not air it on the well, radio. Well, sometimes you that's need an to option do it. As well. That's an option as well. Anonymously. That's an option as well. <laughs> you know that's an option. That is an okay. option. These are all options. Here, are, here is today's letter. Now, this week's letter, just as a little uh, code for you, it's been censored for the little ears that listen to the show. So the word for naughty adult videos, if you get my drift, has been swapped out for the movie Frozen. Okay? So when we say Frozen, we actually mean something that rhymes with the word born. And every time you say Frozen, I'm going to play this, okay? It'll add some pizzazz and entertainment no, to your letter. Not, it's turn off the frozen. Okay. Turn off the frozen. Okay, here we go. Here's today's letter. <laughs> no, he's going to play it. Jono, if you I know, play I'm it, you know. There's going to be a punch to the left nip of yours. If you I do, it. do it. Okay. Dear Jono. <laughs> and I know I'm encouraging him by laughing, but I'm trying to put Okay. Gag. Okay. We talked about it off uh, air. Just please stop. Okay. okay, here's the letter. You're not allowed to play it during the letter, okay? <laughs> okay. So people can concentrate okay. on the po- on the problem. Okay. okay. Dear John... <laughs> Just for the sake of time, I'll let you read your letter. Okay, dear okay. John and Ben and Sharon, yeah. my boyfriend and I have been together for seven years, but I've recently discovered how much he watches Frozen. Let it go. <laughs> because I stupidly looked at his browser history. He's so watching, good. get this, he's watching Frozen. I'll stop now, I promise. He's watching Frozen one to two times a day without fail. Even if I'm at home, he finds a way to watch Frozen, and I just don't get it. Do people really need to watch that much Frozen? In the last six months, our real Frozen life has quietened down quite a bit, and it's because of him. He's not interested in having some of our own Frozen. (laughs) And I think it's because he's watching too much Frozen. So I've even suggested that we watch Frozen together, but he refuses. So now I want to know, because I know that guys watch a lot of Frozen. Is one to two times a day too much Frozen? Let it go! <laughs> oh, 800 the edge, 
Mitchell texted 3343 for today's group therapy. Is one to two times let a day too much frozen? That's a very good question. We'll get, we'll, we'd love to hear your answers next. With what you're talking about, this song's got a whole new meaning, let it go, doesn't it? That's why I told you to stop playing the music. Okay? Oh, 800 the edge right now. Can I get my opinion? Two times a day is too much. That is too much. And if you watch too much of it, you're expecting professional Frozen in your personal life. See, but that's the your thing I Your personal life's never professional Frozen. But I thought that when you watched Frozen, you never expected... It's, you know that real life is never going to be like Frozen. You know? You're not yeah, gonna I'm gonna so go, confused it, what we're talking you're about. Not you. to, you're not going to go to the dentist and that's going to happen. Yeah, but it numbs you to real life Frozen. Because it's cold. That's right. <laughs> that's right, <Ben. laughs> Okay. 0800 at the edge. Text to 3343. Is one to two times a day too much Frozen? Yeah, uh, so I'm actually a youth worker in a local high school. I've done plenty of research into this topic, and I think for a young person, it's pretty unhealthy to get attached to Frozen that much, and I would say that is definitely an addiction to Frozen right there. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the thing, because it's not its not real life, is it? It's not real life. No. Can we let you know again that Frozen is a, is a code word for some adult sexy It is, it is. It's, it's not the actual uh, movie. But then uh, by saying that, we've really broken down the use of the code <laughs> <laughs> I remember people were tuning in now going, wow, these guys really like hate Frozen. Uh, someone texted me with 3343, I'm a full-time working mum, and I'm exhausted all the time, so I encourage my husband to watch as much Frozen as he wants if it gets me out of doing something. <laughs> James, what do you think? Oh, I don't think it's that bad. You don't? Two you think- times a day. I don't even eat two times a day. <laughs> Where's someone well, finding that time in their day? Well, it could be worse. How? Yeah, could it could be-, be worse. But, like, are you watching that much Frozen? No, no, I'm not watching that much. But I definitely wouldn't want my partner seeing what I watch. Yeah, that's true. That, I reckon that's more fearful. It's not how often you watch it, it's what you're watching. Yeah, I think that's probably why she doesn't get to find out what it is. She should just let it go. Oh, <laughs> oh James! Oh, that was good. That was good. That was good. Let it go. Charlotte, welcome to the show. One to two times a day of watching Frozen. Is this too much in a relationship? Um, I think that it is, but like I was saying before, it probably could have been that he's bored in, like, their own real life. Yeah. Oh, their real life fruit, so that's why. But surely he yeah. doesn't expect her to be able to do the sort of stuff they're doing in Frozen. I mean, that's some that's some very yeah. talented stuff. Yeah. They're doing some beautiful singing and dancing. The, cho- <laughs> the choreography yeah. in that film, amazing. Animation is incredible. Oh. If you found yeah. out that your boyfriend was watching Frozen one to two times a day, Charlotte, how would you feel? Um, I wouldn't feel too bad about it, um, but that's just our own personal reasons and stuff, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. fair enough, yeah. fair well, enough. You know, in uh, the movie Frozen, Queen Elsa shoots ice, doesn't she? Yeah. Well, no, in the, in, stop, in our stop, 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 please stop, please stop, do not don't do finish this that sentence. Please stop it. I'll just say there's a guy called Sven. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yes, yes, thank you, we got it. So what's the end result of this? Is two times too much Frozen? Frozen what? Seems like a lot of Frozen. It's too much Frozen. I mean, maybe every couple of days, but twice a day, every day, it's too much Frozen, okay, y'all. There we go. Thanks for group therapy. If you've got a letter, just head to uh, the edge at theedge.co.nz. John Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Okay, Married at First Night uh, premiered on three last night. Very exciting episode. And Woo! we have uh, one of the uh, brides from last night's episode, Lacey, with us. Welcome, Woo! Lacey. Hi, guys. Thank you. How you going? You did well last night. I thought you came across very well. Perfect. No, you know <laughs> End of interview. <laughs> Thanks, guys. One of the things that um, uh, my husband Bryce and I thought when we were watching the show last night was when everyone was telling 
their families and stuff okay. that they were going to be marrying a stranger. But there's cameras there. And we're like, well, what, what, what are the family expecting? They obviously would know that you've applied for the show and yeah. there's cameras there. So do they tell you that you have to, that the cameras are there for a different reason? Like, what did you tell your family the reasoning behind the tally crew was? So my family didn't even know that I'd applied for the show. So ah, no one knew anything. Right. Um, and I, my dad was turning 65 and it was his, like, barbecue that I had planned. Oh, um, so this was his birthday. Hell of a birthday present. <laughs> yeah, present, right? I've got to make it memorable at 65. And then I just said to them that I had won something on TV and they want to film me telling you all about it. And they were like, okay. Oh, so that's how you uh-huh. get around it. Well, I mean, I don't know what other people did, but that's just what I did. It's the oh, last you... time they're going to go with your plans. <laughs> your <laughs> birthday <laughs> surprise plans. Wowzers. Is your dad dark? Is your dad dark that no. you've married a stranger? No, my dad is so super supportive. Pro- possibly the best dad in the world. You've only known each other for a very short amount of time. Is there one thing that's like you're kind of like, oh, God, I don't know if I can put up with that? That beard, it's got to go. The beard. The beard. You did mention the beard it, last night. I mean, night. it's a firm, like... No. Yeah, it's a, a bed's not a good situation when you've got to cash someone. It gives you chin pimples. You get pimples and stuff and like you get a red nose yeah. from pash rash. It's it gro- horrible. A beard grows on you, though. It doesn't. No, it well, grows on the guy. <laughs> that was such a good part. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> that was a good... <laughs> that just came out of nowhere, yeah, was very good. Like a, li- <laughs> a little beard. Like a little beard when it's just gone past the bristles and it's softened out. Kind of like... Not yeah. that I want to pass you guys, but the length of your beard is, is all right. This, is this okay? Yeah, that's okay. You're okay. I'll pass you. I just look a little dishevelled. <laughs> no, so I'm getting a little bit yeah. dishevelled. <laughs> bit too hairy. <laughs> yeah, sort that out. Sort your messy face out. I'll get ready for my married at first sight episode. What's been the most common thing people have said to you today? Um, hey, I saw you on TV. Okay, then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you still something, married? You'll be a so... Bit juicier, but hey. <laughs> We've got Lacey, uh, Lacey with us from Married at First Sight, New Zealand. You would have seen her last night, Mary Luke, uh, on television. We're going to play a game with you. You've only known Luke for a very short amount of time. Okay. We have three men on the phone. Okay, one of them is your husband. You have to try and figure out which of them is your husband. What question? Do they all say the same thing? They'll all say the same thing. Man number one, say hello to Lacey. Hello, Lacey. Oh, okay. What do you reckon, Lacey? Is that your husband? Hi, man number one, and you are not my husband. Oh, oh she's confident. She's okay. confident. Man okay. number two, say hello to Lacey. Hi, baby. How you going? Hey. <laughs> oh, a little bit of a shudder. I think, I, I think that's her, her husband. I think, he phoned, I think he thinks he phoned a, a phone line. sex line. <laughs> you have man number two. I definitely hope you are not my husband. <laughs> Sorry, man number two. I think you meant two. to call 0900, not 0800, mate. <laughs> All right. Man number three. Hello, Lacey. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with man number three. Man number three's not even your husband. None of them were your husband. <laughs> we couldn't get hold of your husband. He was not keen to play our game. I oh, th- was he not keen to play our game? That was a fun game. You had fun, Lacey. <laughs> it was Lacey. a great game. Yeah, fun. You enjoyed yourself? Something about Ben, but I don't know. Me? What, what did I do? I don't know. Apparently he's got beef with you. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's my beard. beard's intimidated yeah, by my beard. Hey, <laughs> hey, Lacey. Hey, well, good on you for going on this yeah. experiment. You're, bl- you're bloody brave. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, giving no. it a go, getting out there. Good on you, Lexi. <laughs> that was a weird fade out to an interview. I loved it. Just hearing John go, yeah, yeah, Catch yeah. a brand new episode of Married at First Sight tonight on 3 at 7.30. John Ovin and Sharon. The Edge. Now, uh, JJ, who, of course, saw from the breakfast show here at the Edge uh, family, uh, had a traumatic weekend. Yeah, it was really bad. You may, I don't want to go into her story too much because I think that that's JJ's story to tell and it's not, like, our place to do it. Also, I don't want to, like, get any of the details wrong, but... You may 
have seen uh, in the news today or heard them talking about it in the morning that she caught a taxi after a taxi company that she did trust didn't uh, take her. She went with the company she wasn't familiar with. Um, on the way home, the guy made a whole lot of disgusting comments to her. He then tried to, uh, he then grabbed her boobs. He tried to offer um, her to get out of her fear by hooking up with him. And then he tried to follow her into her house where she luckily has a whole lot of security. So she managed to get behind a security wall that he couldn't get past. It was, you could, the whole detail thing is on JJ's Facebook page. But um, the thing that I found about this is that this is a horrific experience for anybody to go through. Oh, scary. Especially because JJ, like, lives by herself now as well, so this would be even more scary for her. But the thing is, is that she didn't think about it when she put it on her Facebook page, and then it got picked up by a whole lot of news media. And the thing that really, really Fs me off about this is that JJ is the victim in this situation. But if you read the comments on social media on these news articles, people are ridiculing JJ for talking about it on her social media and for being at first too scared to go to the police. Now she has gone to the police, but at first she was a little bit, you know, like I don't know, should I should I go? Should I not go? Well, no one knows what they're going to do, how they would handle that situation no. if it were to happen to you, do you? No, and the fact that people and if this is you, I hope that you take a hard look at yourself after this. People are kind of victim shaming her, saying that, uh, you know, she shouldn't have gone on Facebook before she did it and stuff like that. But if she's been at a bar, a lot of the time if you complain, and this has happened to me before, if you complain to like a taxi company after something that's happened in a taxi, as soon as they, one of the first things they ask you is if you'd been drinking and then straight away it's like, oh, they don't take you as seriously. So mm. I can understand why she hesitated. But... The thing is, it's not like that. It's also, why is everybody picking on somebody who had a traumatic experience and nobody is picking on the person that grabbed at a woman's body mm. and also tried to chase her into her house? Like, why is she getting all the shit well, and not that? him? The, the frustrating thing, I guess, with comments like that is people form an opinion. They weren't there. All yeah. they've read is the news story. They've got a strong opinion, and then they feel that they can just comment on it, and they just get on with their day. They don't think about how those comments are going to affect JJ, and you might go, oh, she's a public figure, whatever, water off a duck's back. They should be able to handle it. But, I mean, this is a serious, real situation that has happened to her. It's not like you're criticising her for a stupid thing she said on the radio or a dumb stunt they did on their show. This is a, a real yeah. traumatic event that is, you know, that's affected a real human being, and those comments, they will sit with her. Not yeah. nice things, guys. People see what you write. People remember they could read a hundred comments supporting you and they'll read three comments that are horrible and those three comments will sit with them for a very long the time. the ones you remember, yeah. Yeah, it's like when we announced that, uh, that I was pregnant and somebody put a joke on a Facebook page uh, hoping that we would have another miscarriage and you're like... That thing, that has stayed with me for my entire pregnancy now and will always stay with me. So you just, all I'm saying is think before you write something on social media and remember to put that person in the shoes of your sister, your brother, your mum, your parent, anybody, because you wouldn't want them to say something like that about you. Sometimes you know? it's, yeah, it's best not to comment. If you're like, if you if you've got any doubt, just don't put it out there. You know, mm. exactly. Because you can you can hurt a lot of people in the process. Yeah. And well, I, I always say, if you've got nothing nice to say, don't say it, it and then all. save it up and say it on the radio show. That's been my <laughs> that's my motto in life. <laughs> but you know what? I think it's also a good challenge for news media in New Zealand. Yeah. Go on your page and moderate it because if you let it be 
a thing that can happen on your page, then more people are going to do it. That's something that we personally do on our Facebook page. If anyone ever writes anything racist, homophobic, anything like that form of bullying on our Facebook page, they're blocked and deleted straight yeah. away. And more people need to do that on their pages as well. Oh, there you go. New Zealand. Here, here, Sharon. Say, here, nice, here. say nice things to everyone. And, of course, uh, sending lots of love Apart and support from Kim Jong. To, uh, to JJ out there. <laughs> John Ovin and Sharon. The Edge.